Good morning or afternoon or wherever you are. I'm Ron Brown. This is Tech for Senior Live. I'll be your host today. This is welcome in our meeting today. I'm podcast from StreamYard out to Zoom and Facebook. If you're if you're listening to this as a, a YouTube short, just click the link and it'll take you right to the show today. We'll be with you for about an hour. We have a great panel today to go over the news of the week. I'll introduce those in a minute. We have, <laughs> here we, we do. You're supposed to go like this, oh. not like <laughs> this. You're supposed to go like this. <laughs> and so we, we have a great show for you today. We're gonna be talking a little bit about chat GPT today. Uh, interesting. Uh, we all use it. It's a, it's a big part of our lives now. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that before we get to the uh, <clears throat> the news of the week. So our show today will be about an hour and uh, it is taped. So if you miss it or you want to see it again, you can certainly watch that. And you're probably wondering, oh, before I, before I get further, if you're out there listening, we have no idea if uh, we're just talking together. We, we talked for about an hour before the show. We, we, we're great friends and we just like to get together and talk. So, But we have no idea if uh, if anyone's out there listening. So if you're out there, if you wouldn't mind just <clears throat> dropping a note in the in the chat and saying where you're from, what the weather is, and hey, maybe do you use chat GPT? Have you heard about it? Or was it affecting your life? Or what do you think about it? So put something in the in there and uh, let us let us have it. and we'll talk about that a little bit later so uh, we're the same gang that is from our monday show so we have a big show on monday and that actually is a zoom meeting and we we have a zoom meeting and we have uh, a big show we all of us participate we've been doing it now almost coming up to four years eh, huey <laughs> four years <laughs> like oh, where does time go right so we, we've been doing that. So that's on our Monday show, but that's a Zoom meeting and we send broadcast that out through Zoom to YouTube. And then of course we have this show on Thursday uh, and and then an hour later from now, we've got another show, right? What are we doing another hour? Oh, well, let's try something about Chromebooks and try Chromebooks. to learn something what about, about them. What's a Chromebook? How would we find what? out about Chromebooks? Well, come, come, listen to it. Come listen to our show. He and I have been doing learning Chromebooks now for two years. We'll be moving into our third year now, so it's a monthly show. We uh, we register. Um, you have to register for it, and you can certainly find that uh, at our website, which is of course um, techforsenior.com. If you go there and click the button, you can uh, find uh, find out where we to register for it, and we'll be doing that. Uh, in about uh, an hour after this show. So uh, you can come and, um, and listen. It's free. We don't charge, and it, it's a monthly show we do. We also, um, and then, of course, we uh, podcast out uh, this uh, this uh, this show as well, so you can listen to a, a podcast as well. So thanks again for everyone for coming. Let me introduce um, our, our esteemed panel. Now, you may all think that we're... <laughs> that we're sitting in a big room and we're in a big conference room and somehow we're doing this, but no, it's through the magic of technology. We are all over the country. In fact, we're in different countries on different coasts, right? But I want to welcome Bob back because Bob, of course, was traveling the high seas for the last three weeks, but like a soldier, he kept all his appointments, commitments. He was on the show, our Monday show, our Thursday show. He, he produced videos on the ship. 
you just never stopped. And it was, and, and it, man, technology, eh? Like internet on the ship, computers, all the stuff you did was crazy, right? What was funny was that what worked so well on board ship was Zoom. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had all kinds of problems when it came to email or to going to the internet to visit websites. That was slower than molasses. And most things you had to refresh because it wouldn't load the first time. But anything I did within Zoom, including producing videos, I didn't have any problems. Huh. Make no sense, but it worked. So why complain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, it's nice to see you back, but you really never left. I thought uh, I thought we'd miss you after three weeks, but you were always there and you were always doing your videos and everything. It never really changed, right? Sorry about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it was fun seeing uh, it. was fun being on the show, and you know, you came in from Hawaii. That was sort of cool. Excellent. Good job. Uh, Bob, of course, is our security expert. He talks about all the factors around all things around security on our show, uh, but also talks on a lot more. He, he is a very prolific YouTube producer of all sorts of technologies. So we're happy to have you back, Bob. Now, the co host uh, on Monday, uh, our Monday show, and of course, uh, uh, the two of us are doing a learning Chromebooks is, of course, Huey Popluck, and he's from Bradenton, Florida. Huey's a very busy guy. He's uh, He, of course, uh, hosts a lot of other conferences that he does. Uh, so, Huey, how are you sort of getting your workload down to a manageable run now, or what's happening? No, no, and I just got a bunch of requests for APCUG uh, Speakers Bureau for the next oh, yeah? few months. So I'm go. going to be doing a, a lot of uh, user group uh, presentations as well. Yeah. Well, we got a big morning. And so uh, what the heck? It's going to be fun, right? Yep. Absolutely. It always is. It is. We always say after the morning over, we say, wow, that was sort of cool. And then, of course, we have um, our music director for our Monday show. He's a uh, he's a great guy and he's very knowledgeable. He, he talks about music clubs, setting up music clubs around the country. And it's really interesting, uh, the work that he does in that. He's also the president of APCUG, which is the Association of Personal Computer User Group. Hey, I got that again. And and also they let him hold the money. He's also an honest guy because he's the treasurer of the club. He's a, and, and he's, his claim to fame is he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet, right? And that, of course, is Mr. Ray Baxter from Pine, Arizona. Thank you so much, Ron. As I've told you before, flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> yes indeed so thanks for coming everyone uh and welcome so listen um i want to get going well, before we get moving ahead uh, huey let's uh, check in with uh, our audience and see if there's any comments and we'll, before we get on with sure. uh, chat gpt uh, liz says hi from ohio well hi liz Mike Ungerman. Mike Ungerman, of course, is uh, a regular on our show. He produces. Uh, he he's done, uh, of course, home, home uh, solar solar energy on your house, and he did a five part series for us, and he's doing one on EV cars now. So uh, Mike says, uh, "Why did the AI cross the road <laughs> to get to the other algorithm?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Bernard, Sterling Heights Computer Club, Detroit, Michigan. John Slinger, Philadelphia. John, is John, is, is this John's first time? Do you know? I I have I don't recognize the name. 
John, we like to give a big shout out for the uh, people who just, this is their first time on the show. So uh, welcome. Thank you for coming. We like to uh, like to acknowledge new people. Now, um, I apologize if you have been on the show or listened all the time and we just haven't uh, noticed you, but we do notice you now. And so thank you for coming and listening. Bob Baxter, Bellevue, Washington, 44 degrees and no rain today. Dick Vogel, watching and listening to a cool 62 degrees, sunny in central Florida. Are you another Florida bragger about the nice weather like Huey is? Yeah, but it's so, cool today. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, you said cool? It was yes. 15 degrees this morning. I came back cold. to Siberia. <laughs> yeah, right. We expect a high of 29. <laughs> One of my favorite expressions in life is everything is relative. Yeah. <laughs> Dick says, Mike, really? <laughs> Clark Walker, cloudy, 43 degrees near Trenton, New Jersey. A lot of rain last night, but no snow. Irving, uh, watching from Deerfield Beach, Florida, pleasant and 73 degrees, right? Yeah, he's a little bit farther south, and he's down along the uh, Gulf Stream, so it's always warmer down there. Joan from Victoria, Hello. Sally, Kirkland, Washington, chat GPT is fun to try. Yeah, it is. It's great. We'll talk about that in a minute. Havana, hi, it's 41 degrees north Texas and breezy. And GF2 Dragon, good day from Arcadia. Yeah, it's Jim Gould. Oh, is that, is that Jim? Oh, okay. Yeah. Arcadia. I are they traveling or where's where's uh no maybe it's the other gym Jim yeah, that's California. yeah 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 California gym. yeah all right yep yep okay welcome, welcome get Jim. his name straight yeah <laughs> welcome because <laughs> yeah. we have jim gould from you know who's his regular he's geeks on tour and so it's yep. always confusing um Ber, uh, bernard joining from the first time from c Connecticut. 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 Okay. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to you. We'll give you a big hand yeah. of applause. Thank you for coming and listening. That's great. That's really good. Hopefully we'll have a good, good talk for you today. So before we get on with the news of the week, which we'll be doing, um, I wanted to talk about chat GPT. And we've got a lot of news articles about that. It is really taking the world by a storm. And I thought that, first of all, what is chat GPT? Well, chat GPT refers to general pre-training transformer. What the heck is that all about? You know, that's not, I mean, anyway, it's a weird name, uh, but it is artificial intelligence. And it, we've all, all four of us have used it and had some fun with it. So we're going to talk a little bit about our experiences uh, on using chat GPT. And we have some videos for you as well. Um, I know Ray's got a video, I've got a video, um, and then I'm just going to play the, my video first. We'll go around sort of in the squares here and we'll go around. And I wanted just to show everyone, because uh, of course, um, this we'll be talking a lot about it in the news circle. Now, I was um, having a shower this morning and I was listening to one of the, um, um, uh, one of the instructors on Canva talk about using chat GPT. On, uh, on on making um, YouTube videos, and I thought I so I I just jotted this down this morning, and I thought that is this is very interesting, and 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 it gives you a little of little different perspective on how you might want to use Chat GPT. So let's let's just watch this. Uh, let me come up, and we'll just get the video here, 
and we'll watch this. Now, you all know that I'm Hugh and I are doing a um, a show in about an hour, a couple hours now on Chromebooks. So this is sort of relates to that. Here we go. I have a new video coming out shortly, and it's I've labeled it Chromebook Tips for 2023. Uh, Huey asked me yesterday what my the title of my uh, talk I'm going to do in the next hour, uh, and I chose Chromebook Tips for 2023. Now, I'm not sure that's really the title that I want to use when I launch this on YouTube. So I'm now in, um, I'm now in chat GPT and I'm going to come down and see if chat GPT can actually give me a better title. So I've asked it, could you optimize this title for SEO on YouTube? Chromebook tips for 2023. And I'm going to ask ChatGTP if it could come up with a better title for me. Let's see what it comes up with. Twenty twenty three Chromebook tips optimize your device for maximum productivity and efficiency. Well, that may be sort of what I want, um, but let's see if we can get uh, some more options. So I'm going to type in here, please provide me with more options. And let's see what it... Wow. <laughs> so now it gives me 10 options, which are pretty impressive. There's some really interesting stuff. Uh, let's come down here. 2023 Chromebook productivity tips, how to get more done in less time. 2023 Chromebook tips and tricks, unlock the full potential of your advice. So it comes down and so we have now a new um, new titles for my, my video. And I'm gonna choose one of these. This is a lot better than 2023 Chromebook tips. So, <laughs> I just made that this morning. I thought, hey, that's pretty darn good. Uh, is. Isn't that good? Yeah. Titles, titles are excellent. The only problem is you aren't going to get any answers out of chat GPT on anything that occurred beyond 2021. That's right, but I'm not saying okay. exactly what I'm asking it I, uh, because right. I wanted, you know, that you was had some excellent titles that it yeah. can supply, but yeah. it will not give you any information pertaining to what's new in 2023. All right, so that's interesting. So, Bob, uh, so so Huey, let's go to you because you've used ChatGPT. What's your what have you used it for, and what uh, what do you think? Well, I've written a couple articles for the uh, Tech for Senior newsletter using yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it did a better job than I did. Well, that's uh, right. I'm not a good writer, you know, and I yeah. don't, I don't really find writing very easy to do. So I did some news articles too for the newspaper, right? And rather than talking about what I had done with it, I did a little research on, on it a little bit. The, uh, fellow CEO of, uh, open AI, which is, uh, chat GPT and, uh, uh, and uh, what is the 
Sam the, Altman. Uh, yeah. Uh, his name is Sam Altman. He is 37 years old. <laughs> uh, the uh, original company formed seven years ago. It was only the jet GPT was just launched in November. So that's why we're hearing a lot about it now, and why we didn't hear about it the last uh, few months before then, because it's brand new. But it's really taken the world by storm. And uh, some of the early investors were Reed Hoffman, the PayPal and LinkedIn co-founder, uh, Tasha McCauley, a virtual reality entrepreneur, Adam DeAngelo, an early Facebook executive, Siobhan Zillis, a project director at Elon Musk's brain computer interface company, Neuralink. And actually Neuralink and OpenAI shared the same building. Uh, their offices were in the same building. And then uh, Vinod uh, Kasla, the Sun Microsystems co-founder, was an early uh, a backer. And of course, Elon Musk, the SpaceX and te uh, Tesla CEO. So there's some big names involved in this. Microsoft put in a, a billion dollars, and now they're talking about another ten billion. They're going to invest in it. So all right, uh, so that's it. Yes, that's a bit of the history. So it's 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 a big deal. It really has taken the world by a storm. This is pretty cool. Now Ray's used it. Ray actually has a video for us. Now I'm going to play Ray's video. He's uh, Ray uses it now for the. Uh, our music, he has a music section in our um, on our Monday show, and he always highlights a musician and talks about them. And so he writes a whole article about it and then plays the music. But the last couple of weeks, you've, you've actually, that article is being made by ChatGPT, right? With quite a bit of modifications by me, and I'll, I'll okay. explain about that when after you see the video. Okay. All right. Let's play the video. <clears throat> Okay, uh, after you've uh, created your new chat account and uh, you've got, they make you go through some hoops to prove that you're not a, a bot or a robot. Uh, and once you're finished all that, then you're on this particular page where you can now start what you're going to uh, look to, for it to do for you. Uh, they tell you, they give you some examples if you don't have anything in mind, and they caution you about capabilities. The one area of limitations that, uh, well, a couple. The first one says, may occasionally generate incorrect information. Um, but the last one here, limited knowledge of world and events after 2021. So the way they have the sources set up here that they glean the information from, it really is only complete up through the end of 2021. So I'm going to type here, create a 400-word article on Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac. And I... Click that, and now you can see it's coming and typing up a a report for me, an article. Talks about uh, the British singer, songwriter, when she joined the band, uh, quickly established as the key songwriter, where she was born, what year, the kind of information that I typically might take an hour or so to glean from Wikipedia or some of the other sources that I use. Here it's coming out and should be complete in about you know less than a minute's time. It's 
Continuing, continuing. I, again, if I would have told it to do 2,000 words, I'm not sure what it would do. It, it tends to repeat stuff. But you know, I'll take a look at this and uh, I probably will make some changes. I'll, I'll have to make, the, of course, the, add the fact that she did pass away in November of last year. But uh, this is what ChatGPT can do. And now it's writing the last paragraph where it kind of repeats some of the information that it mentioned before, but capsulizes it in, in, one, in one paragraph. And boom, we're done with a 400-page a uh, report. I'm going to now just copy this into a Word document, and uh, that'll be the way I will probably start to do most of my reports. I'll get this kind of basic information and then just make some changes but I'll always give credit that Chad did this for me. Uh, so let me, I'm going to stop the recording of this now. <laughs> so there you go. Well done, Ray. It is. I mean, to, to try and find all that information would take a lot of time. Do you have to go and look it up and find it? it does. It's Some all of it I know, but a lot of it, you're right. I have to look at it. So uh, here's a couple of things I want to mention about that. Uh, I live in Arizona. I've tried to get on chat, chat GPT several times in the daytime. Impossible. Servers are always busy. So I now have to do my research at about 2 a.m. And uh, then I can get on. No problem. Uh, the other thing that I found was ironic is you have to go through all these hoops to prove you're not a bot. Here, artificial intelligence is asking me to prove that I'm not a robot. <laughs> that is the definition of ironic. <laughs> um, all right. So on the positive uh, side, it gives me a lot of information to work with. Uh, the negatives, I don't, it, it repeats a lot of stuff. If right. I say 400 words, in order to make it reach 400 words, it repeats, and I don't need it to re repeat. So I do quite a bit of modifications, uh, but uh, it, it definitely has saved me probably uh, 30 to 40 minutes worth of, of time without me looking up some of the basic information. So I like it a lot. Yeah, right. I'd like to add a couple of things, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, uh, in an inter interview, uh, Sam Altman said, uh, uh, as for the, uh, he asked, he was asked, uh, what was the best and the worst of the uh, open API? Or, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, open AI. Was asked for the best, he said, I think the best case is so unbelievably good that it's hard for me to even imagine. I can sort of imagine what it's like when we have just like unbelievable abundance and systems that can help us resolve deadlocks and improve all aspects of reality and let us all live our best lives. But I can't quite, but I can't quite. I think the good case is just so unbelievably good that you sound like a really crazy person to start talking about it. Let me hang, let me clear my throat. And then find the article again, there we go. Uh, his thoughts on the worst case scenario though, were pretty bleak. The bad case, and I think this is important to say, is like lights out for all of us, Altman said. I'm more worried about the uh, an accidental misuse case in the short term, and I think it's like impossible to overstate the importance of AI safety and alignment work. I would like to see much, much more happening. 
Uh, experts have warned that uh, chat GPT could be abused for purposes like carrying out scams, conducting cyber attacks, spreading misinformation, and enabling plagiarism. So all right. there's, there's good and bad about all. Good and bad about everything. Bob, now you've, you've written some articles. You've done some videos about it. You, you're, you're, you're in this quite a bit. What, what's your assessment? How, how, do you, how do you find it? Fantastic as a stimulator if you use it in that way. Right. Terrible if you just simply use it and do no modifications whatsoever. Right. Okay. Also, you got to be careful. Chat GPT is pretty damn good at writing code. So yes. it can be used for bad as well as good. Right. Use it properly and it's, it's a fantastic tool because you need to supply it with good information to get good information back. Chat GPT is limited because it only supplies information through a certain date. Now, I just recently made a video on some new feature that's going to be coming to Windows 11. Chat GPT would have been of absolutely no use trying to write anything for it. But there is something that you can use that actually has current information. It is not uh, meant to be the same as ChatGPT because ChatGPT actually talks to you like a human being, describes things like a human being would. Most AI is strictly knowledge. It passes along what it knows, and it's pretty cut and dry. But if you're looking for something new, and if you're using a Chrome browser, there's actually a Chrome extension that you can add to Chrome and that you can use in lots of places, like in your emails or when you're doing something like, for instance, if I'm putting together a video and there's a description you want to make for the video you just created. And what I have done is, let me just swap to it. I did a video on Windows 11 tab notepad which is something that'll be coming out soon. Now, the product that I used for that is called Composed AI to generate the description. And it simply came up with Tab Notepad is a new feature coming to Windows 11 that will allow users to open multiple notes in the same window. With Tab Notepad, users will be able to quickly switch between notes without having to open multiple windows. Additionally, users will be able to easily organize their notes by organizing them into different tabs. This will make it easier to find and access notes quickly. And I put on here that I used Compose AI to generate this description. I'm not taking credit for it, but it's a tool, it's available, so why not use it? So lots more. I use, uh, of course, I, I've used a writer, R-Y-T-E-R, this year, and also a product called Quillbot. So there are a lot of different choices on the uh, on the on that we have. Keely, before we get on to the news articles, um, do you have, have we, any comments that we need to go over? Yeah, let's... Let me uh, add one more, one more item. You also need to be careful with ChatGPT. It will simply make up something. 
and you have to know what you're looking at because you could be passing along totally erroneous information. So yes. be careful. JJ from Waukegan. How did I do? Waukegan. Said it right. Did I get right. it? Did I nail it? Waukegan and snow flurries for the past two days with measurable snow of the season. Cold. Yikes. Uh, Bernardo. Bernard. Uh, they say students may use it to cheat on school exams. We'll talk about that in some of the news articles. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, because the city of New York has banned it from their. Yeah, their, yeah, that's right. Yeah, computers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike says, as I'm sure Bob knows, hackers are now using ChatGB to help write malware code. Yeah. Indeed. Olive says uh, that happens if a, ro what happens what? If a what robot happens? uses ChatGPT. I've met some people that seem to be able to talk nonstop. Maybe they were robots. <laughs> Maybe I fit into that category. <laughs> Maybe right. we all do. <laughs> I do. Yes, indeed. I guess we should probably get to, get to work, eh? People are probably wondering yep. what about the news of the week, eh? Yep, sounds good. All right, let's get on with that. Let's uh, let me see if I can uh, share my screen. Uh, what's going on here? Here we go. Sure. All uh, right, let me see if we can get this uh, open a bit better. Now, uh, just to let everyone know, if you want to follow along with us as we go over the news, this is our uh, this is our Facebook page, and if you go over there, you'll see all the news articles that we post on the uh, for the show on our page. You can go back and reference this if if you're um, interested in in the articles. They're all right there. On our Facebook page, and you actually don't have to be a member of Facebook. You can just view these as a, as a web page. So, anyway, have a look at that if you want to follow along, or we'll certainly put them up for us here. All right, let's uh, let's come down and see who got who got the first article today. I don't know. Everyone sneaks along and they try to post as we're as doing the first part of the show. Let's see who got the the Bob. Bob, you won today. Ray's been doing pretty good. I think he got the last two weeks, didn't he? <laughs> That's because I had a little problem getting to the internet. <laughs> yeah. You know, beat Bob when he's out on the ocean. Yeah, Ray got the Ray understands how the how the system works now, and he's sort of beating the system. <laughs> Not today. Not today. All right, Bob. Um, what's with this? Okay, so how much do you know about cybersecurity? And this is a little quiz. And actually, I'm going to be, the article that I put out on Tuesday is actually going to include part of this particular test. Okay. If we don't, if we don't make it, if we don't pass the test, do we have to take your course? Uh, no, because the course is part of or the ending of this test. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that'll be interesting. Um... And I got news for you. It's pretty damn tricky. So maybe, do you think what we should all have to do is all four of us do the test and then we have to tell about our scores on Monday? Uh, oh. No, not fair. Not, not fair? Because <laughs> you're all going to flunk. <laughs> oh, it's a tough test, is it? All right. Uh, okay. Yes, it is. All right. Okay. All right. Huey, what's with this? Uh, it's, it's an article. It says, can't hear dialogue on TV. Here's how to fix it. There's actually, uh, on a lot of TVs, there's actually a setting that can help you uh, get 
uh, hear better, and uh, uh, it, it's worth trying. I I just saw this this morning, so I haven't had a chance to play with it myself. But it, uh, it, it in the end of the article, it basically says if none of this works, then uh, the the best way to be able to hear better is to get a, one of the uh, sound bars and put it in front of your uh, your TV. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, so I put this up. This was an article I saw this morning. Uh, after uh, inking its open AI deal, Shutterstock rolls out a generative AI toolkit to create images based on text prompts. So all I wanted to sort of throw out there now is what we're seeing. Um, you'll see in some of the articles today is a lot of the services now are adding AI into them. And of course, Canva is one of the big programs that I use all the time now. And in fact, that first video I showed you this morning was one of the uh, courses I'm doing on Canva. And that was where I sort of got the idea for that. But just to let you know, um, and Canva also has uh, text to image uh, uh, AI. So uh, you're gonna see this, um, you know, Microsoft said they're gonna be adding AI, this chat GPT to Office, for example. So you're going to see lots of integration quickly coming up of um, AI into services. So uh, just just interesting to the, the uh, interesting part of this, and I also posted it uh, earlier today. Uh, the Shutterstock is a paid service for uh, for uh, different graphics and pictures, and a lot of their stuff is really good and. Uh, so what they're doing is using their own uh, pictures, they're going to create new things and allow you to use them, but it's all part of their service, so it's paid. You don't get it free for free. But if okay. you look at the photos that are part of the Facebook page we're looking at, you'll notice there's one nice little one of a sun uh, sunrise that's also created by AI. And that's mm -hmm. before I left for Hawaii. That's I right. asked yeah, AI are... to create that picture. Well, Bob did a video. We're not going to play it right now for time reasons. But Dot, Bob did a video of his whole trip before he left. He had AI do the images, write the script, and write everything of his whole trip to Hawaii before he left. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. So uh, let's have a look here. So uh, so this is another interesting one. This was in the news this morning. How chat GPT, uh, how you can use chat GPT on your uh, immigration journey. So there are um, services now in which, uh, of course, as you know, whether in Canada, the United States, you're trying to immigrate into the country, it can be a nightmare. So the chat GPT now helps you fill in the forms, write what you're supposed to write and, and, and work on, on the immigration process. Like, this is crazy. Like it's, it's revolutionized things like in months, this is crazy. I just get so excited about it. Uh, but that was, that was a very interesting article. So, uh, I put this up Huey just to, what was, what were we doing in another hour again? We're doing learning Chromebooks. Learning Chromebooks. Well, isn't that interesting? There's a Chromebook article here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and that also reminds me to remind everybody that we do have a learning Chromebooks Facebook page where we do the same thing as we're doing here, but all of the articles are Chromebook 
related. So if you're interested in Chromebooks or you have one, uh, make sure you check that uh, uh, Facebook page out as well. And I put, uh, that's the link right there, which is uh, Learning Chromebooks on, on our Facebook page. Thanks for reminding me that. That's good. Thanks for you. That, that's what I put that article in. Uh, now, um, so this was an interesting article. Teachers are lining up for chat GPT detector created by this 22-year-old in Toronto. And other this young fella created a detector that you can now run and uh, over articles and see if it, I guess it's like a plagiarism detector. So lots of lots of stuff. I mean, you someone mentioned New York is uh, out trying to outlaw this. I guess I guess I don't know. I, I have a different feeling towards this. I, I I suppose if back when the gasoline back when automobiles came and you know there were there were a few automobiles in New York and they drove around. And they sold lots of horses. People on horses would probably say. Look, why would anyone buy a car? Because there's no gas stations. How would you drive the car across the United States? There's no gas stations, right? I guess, are we not saying the same thing about chat GPT? I mean, you can't put this back in the bottle and it's not going to go away and it's only going to get better. So we have to incorporate it into our training and maybe it can be helpful, right? Uh, I used the example uh, last week, I think it was, that calculators when calculators first came on the scene, right. kids right. were using them in school. We said, oh, no, we can't let them do that. But as time evolved, we realized and, and, and the teaching professions actually incorporated using calculated into their lesson plan. I think the same yep. thing will happen here. Hmm. Right. Uh, I'll, I think I'm probably going to do uh, an article on that, uh, maybe an article on this for the Monday show. Garmin, uh, uh, Garmin just um, is now entering into the ECG market. We've talked a lot about health issues and uh, on your watch and particularly the ability to do an ECG. Garmin has just released this watch. It's only this particular model that the, uh, but the FDA has just approved the, um, the ECG app on this Garmin watch. It's the first, normally we talk about, of course, Fitbit, uh, Apple um, and of course Samsung's watch, but this is the this is the first one for Garmin that actually has the ECG app on it. I think I'll probably do a little talk about on it on on Monday. But this is uh, this is by Garmin, so this was a big big thing that uh, just came out this week. Ron, since since your phone now does a better job of getting you from A to B, Garmin isn't really needed anymore. <laughs> because I still have one of their products right. that I use for traveling, but right. my yeah, phone do does a better job. So, you know, yeah, they have to diversify. If they don't, they'll be gone. Yes. So uh, interesting. So it's interesting, uh, very interesting. And this is, uh, this is their Garmin watch. My daughter has a Garmin watch and she really, she doesn't use it for this, but she really, she's uh, she runs and so on and so forth. She really likes it. she, She's quite uh, quite enthusiastic about it. Uh, this was um, an interesting article that came out. And just to show you how far we've come in wearables, this is a new product that's coming out where a wearable ultrasound patch could offer real-time heart scans on the go. So we're actually now going to be able to put a device <clears throat> on you, and it's actually going to do an ultrasound 
as you're actually moving around. This is a dynamic ultrasound with wearable technology. I thought that's really cool. So amazing what we're coming up with. Huey, Plex, what's Plex? Plex is a, a, an online service, but also you can uh, uh, have it as a uh, host for your own videos if you wish. Uh, I know uh, 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 Ray, Ray uses it as a home server and he has all his music on it and he can listen to any of it any place he's at as long as he can connect he can then connect to his uh, uh server uh, but plex is also uh one of the free services that stream and they just added 13 new live tv channels and uh, they've got a lot of uh streaming channels uh in the service and it's one that i have and i use quite often on my smart tvs so Hugh, is it free? Yes. Plex you know, is free, I mean, really? Commercials. Ah, so, so or ads. it has commercials and ads, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. Mm, interesting. Um, so the other big article, and there's a, probably a lot more of this that's coming on uh, in news articles is, is of course, this is not Google. Uh, Chat GPT isn't Google. And this is uh, shaking the foundation. I'm sure uh, Sindar Pichai, the CEO of Google, is sort of shaking in his boots right now. He's shaking so much, he got the two co-founders of, um, of, of Google to come back and uh, talk a little bit about, um, talk about how they're, how they're going to be managing their strategy and ramping up AI. So this is how Google solves its AI conundrum. I mean, they have AI, but they're not marketing it like ChatGPT. So they're they're needing to boost up their system. We're going to see a lot of stuff from Google coming out now as they uh, they try to compete. And and one of the things, one of the reasons that Microsoft has invested so much in uh, uh, ChatGPT is the fact that they want to connect it to their Bing search engine that's right so yeah. they can they can they can outdo yeah. google that's right <laughs> this, this, i yeah. love it this, this is great this is really good uh bob this was interesting uh we don't talk a lot about YubiKeys and keys we talk a lot about a lot about two-factor authentication uh but i think people have to remember that there actually are keys that you can plug in your computer and like a key for a car and you plug it in and uh and it turns it on. Uh, this is now uh, iOS makes it super hard to hack your iCloud account because they now have uh, uh, the keys. Well, the keys have been around for quite some time, mm -hmm. but they've also been pretty expensive. And I imagine the more you use these keys, because they're more secure than anything else out there, right? the cheaper they'll eventually get. And right. probably all of us, besides keying, uh, carrying a key to get into the house, you will have your Yerba or whatever manufacturer yeah. you have, right. right? To make sure that when you log into your device, it's safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, Huey, let's do, let, let's, before we, uh, as we're waiting here, why don't we do uh, some, any comments? 
Yeah, hang on a second. Let me switch back to StreamYard. I've been looking at it through Facebook. Mm -hmm. So let's see. Uh, I think we're here. Alice says, Bob, can you put a link to the trip you wrote before? Uh, can you put a link to the trip? Oh, uh, it's on his uh, website or on his YouTube channel. Um, I think you can put the YouTube link in there, Bob, if you... Of the, we don't uh, have a way of doing that. Uh, well, you could. No, yeah, we can't. Not. Yeah, for technical reasons, we can't do that. But if you just go to Bob's, um, go to Bob's uh, YouTube channel. It's right there. It's on there. Uh, Clark says, "Right, Ray is right. I was in engineering college in 1973, and a student bought a HP calculator. Yes, uh, Clark says." Uh, we had to use slide rule. What's a slide rule? Now calculators are required in middle school. Middle school. Gosh, I, I, I don't think I don't even use a slide rule. I think we we had calculators. No, had well, you must you must be younger. We didn't have calculators <laughs> back then. We had slide rules. Slide rules, eh? Did we get them all, Huey? That's it. That's it. All right. Okay, um, let's come down. Yeah, and of course, he, he says uh, that now calculators are required in middle school. Uh, in a lot of schools, they require a Chromebook, and they actually provide them for all of the students in K, in kindergarten, first grade, and second grade, and third grade in some schools. Well, now that you just happened to mention that, the article was Lenovo launches new Chromebooks for students with unique features to aid in learning. So um, lots of lots of different options. There's that same article. You can yeah, skip that. Same article. Uh... I thought this was interesting, so I I put it up. It's inf information about the company that is uh, Chat G uh, GPT. Mm -hmm. And uh, is that their building? Is that their headquarters? That that's their headquarters mm. in San Francisco. Right. Um, they were founded seven years ago, which I mentioned. There are some of the founders. And if you click on that, uh, there's, there's some of the key people. And the products are the Dolly, the GPT-3, OpenAI-5, uh, ChatGPT, and uh, OpenAI Codex. And they have 375 people as of 2023 hmm. uh, as employees. Interesting. Um I wonder where all their serve. They must have a massive amount of of servers. Like there must be a big data farm somewhere that they have, eh? Yeah, I would imagine. Man, oh man, yeah. Uh, this is yours here. Yeah, it's the inside story of Chat GPT. How OpenAI founder Sam Altman uh, built the world's hottest technology with billions from Microsoft. It's a really long article, but it really gives you the history of how it all uh, happened and so on. It's a very good article. And uh, I do recommend uh, uh, here in the beginning where we're, we're just learning about all this stuff, it's a, a, a good background for people to, to read. It's just, it's interesting because it's so good. Like, I mean, that's the thing that we're all impressed about. It's just how, how did they do it? You know, like it's, it's, it's so much better than existing stuff. Like, how did they come up with this? 
it's almost as exciting as the first day I put my 300 baud modem in my Osborne and watched all of these letters go across the screen from some other computer in somewhere across the country. It was almost yes. as exciting as that. Good example. Yeah. Uh, bad news, eh? Yeah, Microsoft is 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 laying off 10,000 employees while they take $10 billion and put it into uh, OpenGPT. That's why they're laying off 10,000 employees. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, Netflix. Well, say it isn't so. Uh, they're really going to be serious, I think, about making sure that people don't share the password to get into Netflix with uh, people who are outside their home. And uh, they're going to be looking at IP addresses. And they're talking about doing this by the, the end of March. Uh, they, of course, hope this will, people who are bounced off uh, using a friend's service will now buy their own. Time will tell if that'll happen. So you remember, will families have to be in the same house to be yes. able to use it? That's the way right. it is. That's the way the rule is now. But there's been no policing if you give your password to your daughter, as an example, who lives in a different part of the country or the world, she can use it by getting in. That's what they're going to put a stop to by looking at the IP addresses that is signing on. Oh, interesting. But as I mentioned uh, in, in my piece on Monday, uh, uh, if you have T-Mobile as your phone provider, you can get Netflix for free uh, through the service. It's one of their benefits. Hmm. Depends on the plan you have. Yes. Because it's not for all plans. If you have the senior plan, it's not available. If you have the top tier, you do get it for free. No, I'm on one of their senior plans, and I've got it. Hmm. Uh, Ray, what's the USB-C features? Well, you know, this is a really nice article about... I'm a big fan of USB-C. My uh, desktop computer that I bought about two years ago uh, came with a USB-C connection, and I use that all the time to charge my cell phone. I got a cable hanging out, and anytime I need my phone charged, I just plug it in because uh, uh, that's one of the features that it does. It uh, article points out all these unique features, and and but the the one that I think most people will love is it doesn't matter which way it's turned when you plug it in, it it, it connects. You don't have that which we do with USB-A, where you, you're hoping you, you, you're, put, you're plugging it in right. So, But it, this is a good article about giving all the other factors that come into US, using USB-C, and it is the wave of the future. Yeah, so, uh, and yeah European, country, European countries have uh, uh, designated uh, USB-C as a standard, and they are going to require iPhones to have it. So most likely, uh, 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 Apple's not going to have two different types of connectors. So probably uh, in the near future, the new versions of the iPhone will have a USB connector instead of their uh, Lightning one that they have now. One of the things that's really important, I think, to understand about USB-C is that uh, the cables often are different. And let me explain a couple of things. The first is, is that not all USB-C cables are bi-directional. They're used for charging, but a lot of them are not, um, they're, 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 you're not being able to transfer. You're not transferring data. 
And, and it's a big problem because like for me, I have a whole bunch of USB-C cables sitting around at my office here, right? Tons of them. And I always, when I go to my GoPro and I have my, my videos I want to upload onto my computer, I always grab, grab. Did we just get lost? I think so. I got kicked off, but it gave me the opportunity to come back on. Yeah, I think we're back on now. What happened? <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back. It's it's, it's easier yeah. to reconnect in StreamYard than it is in Zoom. Yeah. And everyone's still listening to us. Sorry, folks. We, I hope we, they're all there. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're all there. I mean, uh, they're Good. all there. So hopefully they uh, think anyway. Um, now, what we were we talking about? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, you have to be careful with um, with the cables because um, I always grab the wrong cable, and when I plug my GoPro into the computer, it, it says it can't find it. You know, it's not it's the wrong cable. So I guess my 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 comments to everybody is please, if you have problems, change the cable. It's it's likely yeah. a cable problem, right? Yeah. If you're gonna and buy, also, a cable, get the ones that are braided. Those are the yep. usually typically the, the higher quality. I predict that a rule will be passed that all cables have to be labeled as what they are, are capable of doing via USB-C. That'll solve the problem. Right. Yeah, and, and there's also fast charging, and not all cables are capable of doing fast charging. Right. Mm -hmm. But typically, if it's braided, it's going to be a good cable. Mm -hmm. All right. CEO, Ray, this is yours. Uh, yeah, and I think we can um, see we, we're not showing it to the others now, but that's actually the same article that you we talked about in, in the beginning. Okay. Where, uh, now, the, the Sam Altman, right, only 37 years old. I love the fact that he's a Stanford University dropout. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that shows you what you can do. There, I you, love go. That. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Bob, this is your article Windows 11 Notepad, right? Yeah, we're it's not, not sure an article, it's a video. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, we'll probably play that on Monday, the, the Monday show, eh? We'll line out for the Monday show. Yeah, we're not showing these to the uh, audience when we lost yeah. connection. Right. Are they yeah. not? Have no, they not come back in? They've come back in, but you haven't changed you it. You haven't shared the Facebook page. You have not shared. Oh, all right. Oh, 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 oh. I see. Okay, okay, okay. Let me. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, here we go. Is that okay? Yeah. Perfect. Now you. There we go. There we go. All right. We're pretty getting pretty close to the end. Anyway, we only got five minutes yep. left. Uh, okay. So, any Bob, we'll do that on Monday. Uh, appliance makers. I thought you were doing a tax one on Monday. <laughs> Oh, all right. You do too many videos, Bob. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> you got your, you got your timetables a little mixed up on Monday. All right, so. we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Um, it makes no difference. All right. Um, this was interesting, and I just throw this article out. This I saw this. Appliance makers said that 50% of customers won't connect their smart appliances. So very interesting that, uh, you know, all the fridges and you know, stoves and everything people are buying, they all are now Wi-Fi enabled, but people aren't connecting them. No, the world. Yeah, I, I, I have, I have a, I've got a, a microwave and uh, 
when we lost power for that last big storm, I never reset up the connection for her for it to be on my IoT. Mm -hmm. And is that appliance makers are sad or are said? Is this a typo or is that sad? They're sad that they're not hooking it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I, well, they use the word "won't." I, I don't. I don't think it's a choice. I think some people just don't even want to bother. So and I guess pay the, the extra. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I, anyway, interesting article. We talk about that for a while. Let's just get on. This was the one I th- that it's called the um, the Garmin is V N V E N U two plus, and this is the model of the watch. Um, and what I will tell everybody who's who's listening here, if you are considering buying this watch and you're a snowbird coming down from Canada or you're traveling in the United States, then um, you, what you want to do is you want to put the app on the watch while you're in the United States because it will then work and then you can travel around the rest of the world with it and it'll do your ECG for you. But it's geographically locked to the United States because it's only approved in the United States. But if you're here, you can actually activate it while you're here, and then you're good to go. So I yeah, just wanted to let everybody talk about that. Um, was this Somebody two? had asked Monday uh, if, if there was a way to see what the data breaches are. And here's a report that talks about all of the... Uh, data breaches from 2022 and you have to fill out a form, but if you only put in your name, I think uh, a company name and you can put whatever company you want in there. And, uh, and I think uh, either a phone number or an email address, you don't have to fill out the rest of it and you could, it'll download automatically, but it's also the same uh, uh, website. If you go to them, they do maintain uh, the latest uh, list of breaches. Okay, uh, well, uh, have we got anybody else? Have we got anything in the comment section? Or? Let's see. Uh, let me get down to the end and see where we left off here. Um, Dick says, I still have several slide rules. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Museum. Did Apollo use slide rules? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Clark says, yes, when the schools were closed because of COVID, they gave all the middle and high school students a Chromebook. Oh, really? Cool. Interesting. Uh, Geek Wireless, greetings from Troy, Michigan. We still have seven inches of beautiful snow from yesterday p.m. I had a HP 35 in 1975. Mike says, don't forget to give the channel a thumbs up before you leave. Thanks, yeah. Mike, for reminding. Please uh, even, even give us a... Even though we had a glitch, give us a thumbs up. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't our fault. <laughs> we didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> you know? Uh, Steve said, iPhone have been using U- uh, USB-C since the iPhone 12. Yes. Well, I didn't know that. Indeed. Okay. Ivana says, uh, everyone have a great day. Everyone, yes. And if you have a Chromebook, be sure and come and see us. Clark says that uh, we only see you guys. Yeah, yeah, that's when we lost the connection. Yeah. Uh, Geek Wireless, I still have my yellow metal picket slide rule. Well, I guess that's dating us a little, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's dating it. Well, listen, it's the uh, top of the hour. Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming, everyone. And I want to thank the whole panel for, for coming again this week. It's always a blast. And we have a lot of fun doing this. And we'll see you back 
next week for another great show. And Huey and I will be starting the uh, uh, learning Chromebook in uh, probably what about thirty minutes. When about we'll... thirty minutes on the half hour, I will start the uh, room, so we'll have a little social gathering before it starts at two o'clock. Oh, that'd be good, super duper. Or two o'clock Eastern time. Sure. Okay, that's great. So that's only in about thirty minutes from now. That's correct. Uh, yep. Thanks everyone for coming, and don't forget Monday show. We got a big show for you Monday. You don't want to miss it. Uh, talk soon. All right. Bye bye now. Bye everybody. Bye.